This is Dave from CheapWineFinder.com coming today with another Let's Talk About Cheap Wine. And this time we're going to talk about the Rhone Valley in southeastern France and a little bit, kind of, sort of, about affordable French wine in general. And um, one of the things about France is that they drink a lot of wine there. And therefore, they drink a lot of affordable wine, uh, sometimes really cheap wine. And But when you go on the internet to look for wine and look for those things, it's all Grand Cru's and it's all fancy. And it, yeah, I mean, they have those wines, but you know, you got to do the math. If they drink a lot of wine and they drink it every day, they're drinking a lot of the value price and expensive wines. And it's got to be pretty good because they've been doing it for a long, long time. So that's where the Rhone Valley comes in, southern Rhone Valley. The northern Rhone Valley is basically Syrah-based wines, and they tend to be pretty expensive. But the southern Rhone, uh, where they have some fancy um, appellations down there, tend to be more affordable. Uh, they do run the whole spectrum of prices, but you can get a lot of really good value-priced wines there. And the thing about the Southern Rhone Valley is that they're Grenache and Syrah-based wines. Um, it's kind of one of those things, like the people, you know, how do, you, how do I get the best cheap wine? Uh, learn to like Grenache. Um, it's, for one thing, it doesn't need oak. You can put it in oak, but it doesn't need it to be good. And oak barrels can cost $1,000 a piece, and they're not that big. They don't hold that much wine. And you start adding thousands of dollars into the uh, production of the wine, the price goes up. It's as simple as that. And uh, and and Grenache doesn't need it. Uh, Syrah is added to it. Um, and then there's other grapes. Movedra, the mo most famous, if you've heard of GSM blends, um, that's Grenache, Syrah, Movedra, and there is one of the leading wine blends of the world, maybe second to. Uh, the Bordeaux blend, but that's another story for another day. And that's what Grenache is. If you in California, they don't do a lot of Grenache. Uh, they I mean they kind of do it in the Central Coast, and it tends to be in blends and more pricey wines. You don't get value price Grenache. I can't think of one off the top of my head at the moment. But in France, yeah, and actually in northern Spain along the Mediterranean coast, just north of Barcelona, there's all sorts of Grenache Syrah based uh, wines there that are. Get ninety points in wine, you know, in the wine magazines all the time, and they're around ten bucks. So that's another story, but it's another podcast too. But Grenache is a grape that you don't get a lot of in California, or Washington, or other places, but in France, it's really good. And one of the great things about these wines is, while in the Southern Rhone you got uh, Chateau Neuf du Pape, it's my French pronunciation, which I have no French pronunciation. And Gigandas, which is, um, you know, I think I pronounced that right, which is, um, you know, the fancy stuff. Um, and then, you know, the Chateau Neuf uh, du Pop is like sells for maybe 35 to $65, maybe more in there. But they're, that's the kind you find in fancy restaurants and people with wine cellars put in their wine cellars. But the basic plain old... Rhone wines, the Grenache Syrah blends are are everywhere, and 
know, there's certain levels of it. Uh, certain villages or communes in the area are better known for the wines than others. And that's another weird thing about when I, I read about wine uh, in France. They have to say, oh, this commune. And it's like, what? What are you talking about? And it turns out that in that area, uh, name of villages are called communes. That's where you get community. You know, it's not a big deal. But when people write about it, oh, it's the commune of this. It's like, just just say village. Come on. But that's, you know, let's not put airs on. It's just because it costs more money to, from that commune doesn't mean anything. But there you go. So, there, I mean, there are different levels. But the one thing I have found about uh French wine is that good winemakers make good wine. They don't need to, I mean, the guy who makes killer $100 bottles will make killer $50 bottles, will make killer $20 bottles, and will make killer $12 bottles. I mean, if you got the skills, you can do it. And another thing about the Rhone Valley is, you know, the, um, the Chateau Neuf du Pops, they're uh, a lot of them are GSM blends, but they're all Grenache, Syrah, with other grapes added in. If you know, sometimes you don't have to, but you can. And the regular Rhone wines uh, and the village wines or whatever, they're the exact same grape. I mean, if you're really, really good at making the $70 wines, $65 wines, and the grapes are exactly the same, just the only difference is the vineyards are down the road. And with the younger ones, you're not doing all the production techniques. It's younger wines. It comes together quickly. Um, but these guys are kind of specialists. They know how to make Grenache Syrah wines. So, um, you know, if you can if you can knock a $65 Chateau Neuf de Papa out of the park, you're probably doing really well with a $14 Rhone Valley Red. And that's, you know, because, you know, some like in California, winemakers are jack-of-all-trades. They'll make, you know, a Pinot, and they'll make a Cabernet, and then they'll do a Chardonnay, and then they'll do a... Um, you know, a Sauvignon Blanc, they have to do everything. Well, in the Rhone Valley, it's not so everything. I mean, there's just certain things they specialize in. So the, you know, the less expensive wines are kind of, you know, it's kind of like the more expensive ones that just don't have all the production techniques. They don't have, they don't come from where the Chateau Nantes de Pumps comes from because in France, places, everything. But when you're drinking value-priced wines, you want a good wine if it doesn't come from the fanciest place in the world, but it tastes great. More power to it. So there you go. Um, the area is Grenache and Syrah. If you haven't learned about Grenache, Grenache is kind of a dark, intense wine. It's got blackberry flavors, and it's maybe licorice, and it's maybe pepper. It's a little bit, and it's, it's sleek, and it's lean. And you add Syrah to it, and Syrah can be a little plump, a little juicy, a little spicy. Um Shiraz, Australian Shiraz and Syrah are the same thing, the same grape, two different names, uh, grown under different conditions. Um, uh, but, you know, one's in Australia, one's in France, it's not going to come out exactly the same, but that's kind of, you know, that, that brings in some red fruit to it. So you get this nice interplay between this lean, dark, extracted uh, grape, and then you add this plumper, juicier grape, and, you know, in certain percentages, and it kind of mixes together really well. And like I said, you don't need oak. You'll find some with oak, but it doesn't. Stainless steel is perfectly acceptable because the Grenache doesn't need it. And another kind of thing that happens in the Rhone Valley, which is sort of interesting, is that you see cement vats. You're going to go, oh, I don't think I want it in cement. It's going to taste like lime or something. But no, they, they, they line it so it doesn't do anything. I mean, it doesn't get into the 
a flavor. But what the value of a cement vat does is that it keeps there's it's thick enough that it keeps the wine inside it at a steady temperature. And wine doing everything, aging to fermenting to whatever, likes constant temperatures. It doesn't like to go up and down in temperatures or, or humidity or anything. It likes that. And cement does pretty well with that. And it adds a different flavor from what you expect and other things. Stainless steel, you get a lot of wines from California, the value price in stainless steel. It's it's great. You, you know, once you buy it, you, it's easy to clean. You can use it time and time again. Not like oak barrels, which after four or five, well, actually, in the value price, you can use them more than four or five because it's shorter periods of time. But, you know, it's you use it forever, and cement's the same way, too. So there are very good wines that are just regular Rhone red blends. You know, it doesn't have to be the fancy ones. You know, there's, it doesn't have to be the ones that high. You know, provenance, though, if you go on the internet and look for Rhone wines, all you're going to read about is uh, Chateau Neuf de Pop and, uh, and, and Gigadas, and there's other ones. You know, you don't read, you know, no one wants to talk about the regular ones that everybody drinks, and because in France, everybody drinks wine, everybody drinks affordable wine. Go back to that. So, how do you find these wines? And so, you go to the store, there are some wines that from the Rhone Valley that are widely distributed. Um, there are some big brand, uh, big name importers and distributors who do have Rhone wines, um, and they're good. They're really good, um, and they're pretty much everywhere you can find that. But you can run out of those in a hurry if you try to explore the Rhone Valley. And one thing about these wines is that um, they're popular. I mean, these wineries in the valley, Rhone Valley, are supplying France with wine. They're supplying England with wine. I mean, everywhere that likes French wines, South Africa, Australia, United States, um, China. I mean, so they're, you know, they, they most of these guys, even if they have a good, they can make a good volume of wine, you're not going to get coast-to-coast distribution. So one of the things you need to do if you want to start looking for good wines that aren't the ones that are distributed you know, across the state by the big guys, is try to find, um, a lot of times in the smaller shops or, you know, um, the hand-sell shops, they will have Rhone vines that a smaller importer will bring in, and maybe he brings it in only to your city or maybe three cities, and, you know, that they're just smaller distribution wine, but in a lot of times with the Rhone Valley, that's where the action is, that's where the cool wines are. I mean, the big guys bring in good wine, and they they make a lot of it, and you know, making making a lot of good wine is a good thing. But seeking out these wines are, you know, kind of interesting, and you can you know, and go to a fancy wine shop. They got a nice French selection. Tell me, looking for value, you know, everyday French wine from the Rhone Valley, and they'll probably hand you one that you've never heard of before. That's great, you know, and you don't have to pay a lot of money. I mean, there's tons of these wines that are under twenty. There's some that are ten dollars. There's some that are under ten, um, but they're out there. And, and um, if you want to do a little research on it, a little bit, you find a producer who makes a Chateau Neuf de Pop. And actually, Chateau Neuf de Pop is the home of the new Pope. The Pope lived in France for a while, and he actually stopped at that site because it looked like a good place to drink wine. They had good vineyards, and they start up the whole. Um, uh, the whole winemaking scene in that valley at that place because the 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 pope liked to get his drink on back in the 1300s and uh but they've been making wine there it's a, it was a roman colony at one point they've been making wine there for 2000 years so 
the wine goes back a long way with this valley. And um, if you find a shop that has a really well-rated Chateau Neuf de Pop, that winery probably makes regular own valley wines. I mean, they probably make the whole price spectrum of wines. I mean, because in France, people drink everything there. So they're going to have a village, a Rhone villages. They're going to have a regular just Rhone wine. And if a guy makes great wine, he makes he's going to make great wine all the way down the line because he's dealing with the exact same grapes. He knows what to do with them. It's not as if, you know, it's Pinot today and Cabernet Sauvignon tomorrow and, you know, Pinot Grigio the next day for these winemakers. They're doing kind of the same thing year in, year out and know the vineyards and they know how to make the wines. So you can get really, really good, affordable wines that you know that that are that you can that you can you know get for a decent price yeah i mean if you have a chance to drink chateau Neuf de pop do it it's great wines but that's 65 bucks a bottle you're not doing that every day if you can get something that's reasonably i mean that's not reasonably good very good for 14 dollars. that's a really nice winery from france that's a way to go so there you are and that and this actually applies to other places in France like if you're into Beaujolais um, there are different wines from Beaujolais that are mass uh, imported everywhere but often the wines that are um, you know the, the wine the, 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 the other wines the smaller production wines are brought in by smaller produce or smaller importers and you got to seek them out a little bit and they're really worth seeking out not that the the wines that are brought in for the mass importers are bad wines at all. They're really good, but there's other ones out there that you can find and, 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 and enjoy. And there's other regions of, you know, uh, of France that have value-priced wines. Half the wine out of Bordeaux sells for under 20 bucks. And uh, Sauvignon Blanc with some, uh, with, you know, as a white wine is the white wine of Bordeaux. You, a lot of people think it, you know, Sauvignon Blanc comes from New Zealand or something. No, it's Bordeaux. And then, uh, like, the Languedoc's a little bit different. The, they do everything, and they they tend to be the value price region of um, of France. But there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of a lot of the growing areas there do inexpensive. Lower Valley does inexpensive wines. Uh, if you, but you got to seek them out to find them. They're not going to be Probably at, the, at your local grocery stores. I mean, some grocery stores have really, have really great wine selections, but you might have to seek them out a little bit. But they're well worth doing. And, you know, find out who makes the big guy. Like, uh, you know, gets the fancy, sans, you know, Laura Valley Final makes a Sancerre, and then see if they make a, just a regular Sauvignon Blanc. It's going to be probably half the price and really good. So that's the thing about French wine. Value price wine is everywhere. And a lot of the really cool ones are not going to be mass-produced and in every single market in the country. You're going to have to seek them out. Um, they will be, if there's wine shops near the area, they might be there. You might have to pass up the two closest ones to you to you know, go to the third one to find these wines. But they're really good, and don't expect them to taste exactly like American wine. In America, you get uh, fruit first, structure second. The Rhone Valley isn't um, is kind of like a very accessible location for Americans because it has good fruit. I mean, the the, the dark black fruit and the, uh, of the Grenache and the red fruit of the of the Syrah are kind of something that people can get their uh, palates around. 
but you're going to get a little more structure up front than you get in American wine. But that's something that maybe at first is off-putting, but once you kind of get into it, it really makes sense when you start drinking the wine. So that's something to look forward to and get into. And let's see, I got my notes here of what I'm talking about, and that's about it for me. Look for the smaller hand cell producers to get a lot of these wines. Sometimes those shops you think are expensive, but when it comes down to it, they they have affordable wines too, because France makes a lot of affordable wine. Um, and if you look for it, you will find it, and it's good. And that's it for me. I can't think of anything else to say about French wines and Chateau Nap du Pops and regular Rhones and Gigandas and everything else there is to drink. And until the next time, we'll talk about uh, cheap wine from somewhere else. And adios and have a good weekend. I think it's the holiday coming on. Goodbye. <laughs>